for the April 5th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the brand spanking new campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of the spring-laden KUCI Double Wide 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Ah, and there he is. Can you hear him? Can you hear him? He's so happy spring is here. So happy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, good boy, Mom. He is such a good boy. Remember last week he was stockpiling wine? Yes. You remember that, right? Yes, I do. It was some kind of climate-related uh, Yeah, well, because rationale. A- apparently some of the uh, the wines that we're used to drinking, especially the, say, Chardonnay, the lighter, mm-hmm. fruitier wines, yeah. uh, grown in certain parts of the world, it's changing their character, uh, global warming is. Mm-hmm. And Mahler wanted to be sure he stocked up on those before he'd be buying, you know, wines from Alaska. Right. And, it, you know, who knows what the terrain is like up there, how it would affect the taste of the wine. Well, yeah. And, terrier, as they call it. And also, uh, I, I do know that when he's entertaining some of his French poodle friends, uh-huh. they enjoy a good Pinot Grigio. Really? Or a rosé. Now, I don't so, know how... Well, rosé is well, no, crap, no, Mahler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A rosé is crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knows it. Yeah, rosé, crap. Not for him. I'm saying yeah. for his... Well, for his poodle friends, his, yeah. Yeah, poodle friends like yeah. that. So, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's been stockpiling coffee beans. Oh. So I did a little research into it. I wonder, okay. yeah, why is Mahler stockpiling coffee well, I beans? Well, I want to know why Mahler is so ahead of the curve on these things. But go ahead, please. Well, I'm stockpiling gonna... um, coffee is a good idea because uh, coffee drinkers, the supply is becoming um, increasingly difficult to have coffee supplies. The spread of a deadly fungus that has been linked to global warming and rising oh. global temperatures in the tropical countries where coffee grows as researchers scrambling to create new varieties of coffee plants that can keep pace with these new threats oh my without reducing the quality of the coffee. Yeah. Well, okay. While coffee researchers can do little to prevent climate change, well, duh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this. I have, to, I have to read this crap. Who writes this? <laughs> yeah. They're hard at work to keep the earth raising for temperature increases of several degrees over the next several decades. So we're just reacting to the fact that we're stupid enough to warm the earth. Yeah. But let's keep our coffee flavored. We, we, we will react to keeping our coffee flavored just right. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like a really good but, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just but global warming, global warming eh, not so, so much. Yeah, yeah. Just keep burning that fuel. Um, but uh, the, the coffee problem has gotten so bad that on March 18th, Starbucks bought its first ever coffee farm specifically to research new climate change resistant coffee uh, wow. varieties. Well, by 2050, yeah. Nicaragua will hardly be a coffee producer anymore. Oh, my. And if you know about coffee, Nicaragua is a pretty uh, consistent coffee producer. Yeah. And you can buy a Nicarua- Nicaraguan uh, 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 bean just yeah. about any old yeah. place, but I guess not anymore by right. 2015. This is according to Tim by Schilling. By 2015? Tw- 2050. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I might have said 15 in uh, there. Okay. I got my ones and fives okay. and okay. zeros all confused. All right. But according still. To, this is according to Tim Schilling, who's the executive director of the World Coffee Research Center, whatever the hell that is. I don't know. Can you? Okay. But he also said it's possible that instead of sourcing coffee from Guatemala, you'll be doing it from Texas in the south of France. That's, that's kind of crazy. Wow. I mean, I guess we'll, that's how we're going to adapt. We're not going to, say, not drive as much 
in no, or maybe polluting cars, raise or, the cafe standards, yeah. or maybe go more towards solar and in wind. But no, we'll just keep. Well, that's what the uh, keep adjusting the, ourselves the, until we run out of space. Yeah, that's what the chairman of Exxon said. Well, we'll just keep adapting, engineering our way out of this. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. That's Engineering our way out of uh-huh. just keep exploring tar sands, more more fracking, more this, mm-hmm. more that. And then but we'll just keep engineering. It's we'll, like we won't we'll reach tinker. a point where maybe we won't be able to come up with a solution. Yeah. We won't that won't happen. No, that'll yeah. never happen with seven billion people on the planet. <sighs> no. Never. So well. Oh my gosh. Okay, now I know near dying to talk about this because Mike has said for the last Yes. I don't know, several months that North Korea, it just feels different these days. It feels, it feels different. different. And, yeah. So my, it, my, it, my bunions were... North Korea were, said yeah. it had entered a state of war oh. with South Korea. Okay. Compared the security of the U.S. mainland to that of a boiled pumpkin. <laughs> in other words, it's saying that we're, I guess, I guess over in Korea, North Korea, that boiled pumpkins are something you, you penetrate. Okay. I, I don't know what that would even mean, but... And release a photo. They released a photo uh, showing a map with missile traces leading to Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Yeah. And people in Austin were going, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess they would be. <laughs> yeah. South by Southwest? What's yeah. the problem? Yeah, I mean, they, is, yeah. they, is he a film critic? Or what? Maybe. What's going- <laughs> I mean, you know, is yeah. it Kim yeah, Sun? Kim Jong-un, yeah. or we like to call him Fatty Kim. That's what, they, <laughs> that's what the Chinese blogosphere calls him, Fatty Kim. <laughs> Fatty so, Kim. you know, we're not doing anything nasty yeah. here. We're just so, picking up on the language. I do not want to see one of these tracers going right into Irvine now because you said that. It's the Chinese. Well, it's going into L.A. It's going into L.A. Yeah. Okay. They're, they have they have L.A. targeted with All a nuclear right. missile. But, so. but if there's one that says Irvine. UCI. UCI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. From now on. Hey, Fatty Kim. We know, we know who's listening. Yeah, it's hey, good. It's got our audience. Right here. We know our audience. This is Nathan. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh my. In the so- event of any reckless U.S. provocation, that's what they call it, reckless, North Korean forces will mercilessly. 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 That's exactly what I was going to Strike do. the U.S. mainland, military bases in the Pacific, including Hawaii and Guam, and those in South Korea. They're going to go after us, apparently, if they get provoked. Supreme Leader Kim Jong Fatty Kim, as he's known in China's blogosphere, was quoted as saying by the official Korean Central News Agency. So that's what he said. Only I'm sure he pronounced mercilessly much better. I don't think he could have. Yeah. That, that was, well, we don't know. I, I Although mean, they have said he's not the intelligent type. This is a guy who was, you know, take, going to school in Switzerland until right. his father said, and, and under an alias, right, drinking Hennessy. I'm not just making this up, too. Yeah. I make things up, but not making this up. <laughs> He's not very bright. He has a bad temper. And his father says, ha, huh. sounds like he could be the next leader of North Korea. <laughs> and just plopped him in. Really no experience. No. So, okay. So meanwhile, the White House reconsidered its uh, gr- aggressive stance toward North Korea out of fear that it could inadvertently trigger, as they say in the news cr- uh, business, an even deeper crisis. <laughs> yeah. In other words, bombs. Yeah, in other words, bombs. Yeah. Well, um, the, uh, U- the U.S. paused a step-by-step plan. Uh, it yeah. put a brakes on the uh, plan by the Obama administration, uh, dubbed Playbook, that laid out the sequence and publicity. Publicity? 
plans. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? I don't know. Publicity <laughs> plans for U.S. shows of force during annual war games with South Korea. So we've been showing off over there. Yeah, we put put our 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 uh, ships in, in right off the coast, yeah. and we've been yeah. I I. Tensions continued when North Korea announced it had authorized the use of nuclear weapons against U.S. targets. That would be uh, Austin, Texas. And the White House continued to bolster its military posture toward North Korea, meanwhile by announcing plans to deploy an advanced missile defense system to Guam two years ahead of schedule. Yeah, and, yeah. and Chuck Hagel, who's our defense secretary, said North Korea marks a real and clear danger. I have the feeling, though, that Fatty Kim is in cahoots with the uh, with the U.S. defense industry. Yeah, because and, yeah, sequester the sequestration. I should yeah, say we, they yeah. need they need more yeah. money yeah. to to keep their pockets lined, and we need a threat in order to justify the defense industry making more missiles and rockets and and it yeah. and it does it's no small favor to the United States that these are ridiculous people. There, I mean, he yeah. is. He's yeah. a ridiculous person. Almost every time it's a ridiculous kind of... I like to think of him as the the crazy barefoot guy that comes up to you on the sidewalk in L.A. Uh Uh-huh. And he's not... You know, you you can be anybody. And he just starts screaming at you. (laughs) Yeah, And you don't know what he's saying, really, except that he's a threat. Yeah, I I I imagine yeah. he was he was considered kind of adult in 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 the uh, Swiss uh, educational institution. Oh, he they, was. Yeah, they, they yeah. was kind of a, a guy who might have eaten his crayons when he was in you know earlier in life. Yeah. Not that long ago, but yeah. earlier in life. Yeah. yeah, when he was thirteen or 14, 13, 14 right. he yeah. was eating crayons. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh well. Okay. So you were right. Fatty Kim is uh, <laughs> kicking up a storm over there. I well, don't know. part of this I have been hearing is that they're they're looking for a way on their side of it to give this guy some cred. In the same way, maybe George Bush the first was looking for cred when he invaded uh-huh. Iraq, right? Just, they kept calling him a wimp. Well, they've been calling this guy. I'm sure his whole life they've been yeah, calling him the a generals wimp. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But is this guy up to it? Can he do it? You know, is he can he pull the trigger and all that stuff? And uh, there's probably some of that going on here yeah. too. Get tough, Pinky. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tough pinky. Uh, at least 54 people died in a Taliban attack on a courtroom in western Afghanistan. Tali- Taliban suicide bombers disguised as soldiers stormed the court in a bid to free a group of militants on trial. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll just jump ahead then. Yeah, that's good. Because those things happen all the time. Yeah. Not to belittle them. No. But... What can you say? No, there's nothing. You just Global population data. This is interesting. Global population data spanning the years from 1900 to 2010 have enabled a research team from the University of Madrid to predict that the number of people on Earth will stabilize. That's right. Stabilize around the middle of the century. Okay. So around 2050, right when global warming, <laughs> you know, or we lose our coffee in right, Nicaragua. Right, right, you know. right. The results coincide with the U.N.'s downward forecasts. Okay. According to United Nations estimates, the world population in 2100 will be within a range between 15.8 billion people, oh my God. according to the highest estimates. Oh, my God. Uh, 6.2 billion, according to the lowest. So, you know, I oh. mean, there, there's a big range that there. That is a big it's range. It's a double range. Yeah. And a figure that stands below the current seven billion. That would be there's now we now have seven billion. So it's either in a hundred years going to double or it could actually drop. They just don't know because they're figuring what the 
they call it the the fertility variant. Well, I think it'll be more the the uh, ter- the I was trying to say, the terrestrial variant here. Yeah, there could be that too. It yeah. could be the asteroid variant. Yeah. Well, and in addition to the fact that the planet cannot sustain, maybe yeah. through science you can manufacture more food somehow in some way. But I don't <laughs> think the resources of the planet will sustain any anything close to 15 billion people. That's twice or as Or we many. might just sterilize ourselves with some new GMO. Probably. Yeah. That's probably what a mysterious malady that has been killing honeybees. And this is the bee report, mm. in case people are unfamiliar with our bee report. We like to do the bee report. That's been killing honeybees en masse for several years. It appears to have been expanded dramatically uh, in the last year. We've just talked about this, but I think it's worth saying, because yeah. this is one more reason why the, the population might go down. Uh, it, uh, why, this has uh, apparently wiped out 40% or even 50% of the hives needed to pollinate many of the nation's fruits and vegetables. So we're not going to have a lot of good food here fairly soon if we don't take care of this honeybee problem. And there's growing evidence that a powerful new class of pesticides known as neonicotinoids, neonicotinoids incorporated into the plants themselves could be an important factor. By the way, this... So, uh... So the pesticides we need, we are using now, of course, um, suck, actually hold... And I'm assuming that's a lot has a lot to do with uh, Dow and, and their Monsanto. and Monsanto and their products. It, it just stay within the plant itself. The honeybees uh, can't don't have a resistant to it. Well, th- that I think it's been pretty pretty well established that the uh, colony bee collapse syndrome that is causing bees to we're getting a this just in on this, the honeybees. Yeah, yeah. By the way, this just in. I hope it's nothing to do with North Korea. But there's our yeah. emergency. I mean, our uh, weekly. Emergency access report uh-huh. that comes in. Uh-huh. So pardon us you for know, a second. In the world of uh, online and internet yeah. And, yeah. and digital yeah. data. We still have that. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like something from the 1940s? Yeah. Hello. Well, it's not we. I think, I think most places have that. Oh, I know. But pranker. Yeah. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America and all ships at sea. Go ahead. Honeybees. Uh, you were honeybees. talking about the honeybees. Yeah, the, uh, that I, there is, there is, I think scientific acceptance of the idea now that it is pesticides that are causing these col- uh, col- colony collapses. collapses. Um, and from the documentaries that I've seen a couple on this, and that is it's not the first generation, not the bees, them, the first bees that have come in contact with it. It's that it weakens the genetic pool for the next succeeding generations yeah. of bees, and that's what's happening. So uh, this would m- make some sense in terms of the uh, use of pesticides throughout the agricultural world. Uh, now you're seeing the bees who are unable to adapt or uh, live with yeah. these with these uh, insecticides. So yes, it does it does seem to fit that pattern. I think that's just yeah, it got stuck in there. I think it that did. little printout, whatever it said. So we'll never know if it, no. it says it says North Korea on the top. It just of says it. North Korea. Yeah. Run. Declared. Run. Yeah. It just says run. It's hide. stuck in there. I can't read it. It really is. Wow. All right. All right. What else do you have on the international front? Um, right? It's a couple. Of, one thing. Yeah. Uh, the Guardian is reporting uh, that former British soldiers who were stationed at the uh, it was known as Camp Namba, Na- Nama. Pardon me, not Namba. Nama. <laughs> Sorry. What's wrong with you? Yeah. In in. We don't uh, want to offend those people. At a U.S. prison in Iraq are speaking out for the first time saying that they were witnesses to prolonged um, uh, torture of uh, by Americans uh, of Iraqi prisoners. This was at uh, 
a secret facility at the Baghdad International Airport. Uh, this has been speculated for some time, but uh, basically the, these British soldiers who were there are saying they're stepping forward now to say that they people were routinely hooded. They were at, subjected, at the airport they were hooded? Well, it's a s- facility on the side of the Baghdad International Airport. So, in other words, they just grabbed people as they were getting on a plane and torture them? No. <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. I'm just wondering. No, I mean, this was during the time. So um, the, the facility just happened to be it at happened the airport. To, thank you. Oh, yeah, okay. it happened to be at the airport. Yeah. But it had been speculated for a long time that this was one of those black yeah. sites, torture sites, and the, the British soldiers who were there are yeah. confirming, at least their account, is that the United States was involved uh, in torturing prisoners, and uh, that... Well, I've been tortured in the airport before, but <laughs> that's a whole other well, story. Well, there you go. Yeah. We've all been tortured in an airport, haven't we, somehow? Uh, and the only other thing, I guess, it's, I don't know if it's a big deal, but the Egyptians have gone after their version of our John Stewart, a guy who does a show oh, similar yeah. in, in, in uh, I guess, format to The Daily Show. Well, an and, attitude, and, too. And, yes, and he's now um, he's been uh, trying to get where he I don't know if he was arrested. Yeah, he was arrested. He wow. was recently uh, released on bail. What's his name? Do you know? Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. His name is Basim Yosef. He Basim was released Yosef. one day after prosecutors issued a general warrant for his arrest, accusing of insulting Islam and pres- Egyptian President Mohamed Morsi. So, uh, and it's so it's a human rights thing, and I think people should be aware. Well, that's what Amer- what's a what makes America great is we can insult our leaders with no fear of going to prison, at least for now. For now. Yeah. And we, in fact, we can insult leaders from other countries. We which can we even do insult every- religions. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's what I'm saying. Barack Obama is a weak need. Yeah. Apologist. Yes. Yeah. And a corporate shill. Yeah. And he he says things that he doesn't ever intend to do. He sucks so, Wall Street's butt. Yeah, exactly. But he's the best we got. He is the best president How we've had. How about that for an insult? He's, he's the know. best president we've had in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. Catholicism 30 years, 40 is years. destroying the world through its, uh, it's prehistoric yes. uh, uh, dogma. That's right. It's, it's being run by uh, perverts. Child molesting Child perverts. molesting. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a uh, yes, Take that, Catholicism. Yeah, so See, I won't get arrested. No, but maybe bad. <laughs> I won't get arrested. Hey, we'll, we'll, be wow. kicked, oh. we'll be kicked out of the what radio. What is it, Mahler? Radio and television. Police? You know. Police? Just kidding. Just kidding. Mahler's just going off, you know. What a nut. Okay. A Brazilian investigator said that a doctor charged with murdering seven patients in order to free up hospital beds, which is a good idea, you know. He was arrested for freeing up? No. He killed seven patients oh, in order them. to free up hospital beds. Oh, my beds. gosh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not good. Well, you know, he's saying these guys are going anyway. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Come on. Yeah. All right. And, you know, honestly, you got some old <laughs> fart weird. sitting there <laughs> blowing snot out of his nose <laughs> and, and being supported <laughs> with tubes running into every orifice. Mm-hmm. And then you got a maybe a, a 13-year-old young man who suffered a, uh, you know, an, I don't car, know. Car accident. Car accident, okay. who really needs care, who has a life ahead of him. Uh, I don't know. You're, you're, <laughs> and you're playing God, but I, I think if given the choice, I think that the young man uh, deserved to live. Mm-hmm. And if, if that was the choice I had to make, well, anyway, <laughs> this guy, uh-huh. this, this 
effing guy mm-hmm. in order to free up hospital beds may have been responsible for as many as 300 deaths. It's not just the seven. They're saying yeah. he might have been doing this habitually. Yeah. What he said, uh, or what, mm, really, this is a, a woman. It's a woman. That wow. Did, yeah. and why did I say he? Okay, go ahead. Huh? I, I just made a mistake. I assumed that, uh, uh, you know, it was. My bad. Anyway, Dr. Virginia Sarez de Souza mm-hmm. said in a recorded phone con- conversation that she's a, uh, our mission here is to be a go-between on the springboard to the next life. Oh, well, so she was so, kind of helping people. So she's a deeply religious that. woman, is what you're telling me. Well, it seems to be inferring from that. Perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's well, just she's, cloaking. Well, she's she's thinking. Well, she's saying you're right. Yeah. Maybe she, she's saying that a better life is awaits them in in the next one. No, she just said it's a go-between okay. between the, this well, and she, the next life. Could have been hell. Could well, that could be anything? Next life. Well, she'll find out soon enough, won't she? You optimist. Mm-hmm. A Moscovite. Or Vite was arrested for exposing his friend to radon in an attempt to help him achieve immortality. I've been thinking about doing that to you, Mike. So, you know, a little radon. I got a little radon. I know. The only this, I know you've been thinking about that, Nathan. The question is just for how long have you been thinking yeah. about that? That's the only question I have. No, yeah. now so you got some radon patches. For radon me. patches that will help you say it again. You he mean, just assumed, yeah, that he was. If he exposed this friend to enough radon, yeah. that he would be immortal. Oh, and, and I guess the reason know, he was, was caught. radon is oh, you know, Superman stuff like that. I don't know. Okay, he's just going. Okay. Just, you know, well, who knows why? Okay, there's radon and I ra- can make something up. There's radon and radoff. You, you don't want to mix those two up. Because... He heard he heard a news story on Weekly Signal that said something about <laughs> radon and immortality. Okay, or. Oh my God. It he does... was watching an episode of Two and a Half Men and just got disgusted with it. And yeah, and tried. Yeah, yeah, just got got some radon. And well, actually, went off. I think you thought pretty, it would be a good punchline. I think you've identified our core demographic mm-hmm. right there. Two and a Half Men. No, the guy who listened and thought that he could do that. I have a friend who calls that two men and a half. I don't know what that even means. I don't. She's from Lithuania. Two men and a half. <laughs> Saudi Arabia beheaded a Yemeni man accused of murder, robbery, and sodomy, and then crucified his body. So they cut his head off, and then they crucified him. Well, which I mean, would that you... kind of defeats the purpose of crucifixion. Well, no, not not if you just leave that little top segment off. If it's really a you know, it's a capital T instead of a small T. Well, there you go. Then, it, then yeah. it kind of makes sense. Well, a Chinese fishmonger found a bomb inside of a squid. It was a, a live bomb, too. So he now, was cutting the squid open. Yeah. And there was a bomb inside of it. Okay. Crazy, huh? You Nobody know, knows where it came from, either. They couldn't even ID the bomb. Maybe we have bomb-making squid now. And maybe know. he was like one of or those suicide Or maybe this is part squid. of Fatty Kim's uh, Well, plan. see? Yeah? There you go. Could have been. Because China is massing its troops on the border with North Korea, just for what it's worth. It's kind of backing up. You know that. why? The because they're afraid that the government's going to collapse in That's North right. Korea exactly. and that all the population's going to run like crazy. We're out of here. Yeah. Yeah, that would Which be. Which would be nice to be met by Chinese troops as you're trying to escape from well, the have such They have such a benevolent sort of history, you know, going back to Tiananmen Square. They, they, really, know <laughs> how to, they really know how to handle a crowd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Following a, a complaint from Google, yeah. Sweden removed the word uh, Oogle Bar. 
And who hasn't used the word Oogle-bar? That's an actual name, Oogle-bar, like a word. Which means ungoogleable. Okay. You can't Google it. Oh, Google-bar. How many words are left that you can't Google, I wonder? But they, a... Well, they removed this okay. from the list of official words mm. because Google said, we don't like that. Okay. That's crazy. Why would Google do that? Well, again, is, is this have to do with me figuring out something to Google that doesn't exist? Is that what the problem? I don't... Well, Google, I guess, was offended. Everything okay. is Googleable. Yeah, they would say. So. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with not... Being able to Google something, yeah. I would say it means that soon it will be Googleable. Oh, I see. When you did it, why it would come up change with. The, yeah, why that's don't they crazy. Why change the meaning it. of the word? No. You know, there's yeah. a lot of words that we've changed the meaning of. Yeah. Some I can't say. Right. But nevertheless, quality programming. We've yeah. changed. We've changed the meaning of that word. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The words. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Right now, I'd like to. Do rem- you have anything else international wise? No, Otherwise, no. I'm just I've been sitting here staring at my na- my national. Food. I'm gonna go. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. What is it, Mahler? What is? Oh yeah, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, drones in the news. Mahler's favorite part. He loves it. He loves it. A month-long nationwide anti-drone campaign kicked off in New York. Oh. Dozens of people showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a month of action against the policy and practice of drone warfare and secret surveillance. And we must, as we step into the drone report here at the beginning of yes. the spring quarter, yes. tell our news listeners that this is a fixture, our drones in the news, mm-hmm. on the Weekly Signals Weekly Review. Absolutely. And that we're not <laughs> necessarily all up against drones. No. There are good drones. There are good drones. And there are bad drones. Right. <laughs> and this is um, about drone warfare. Right. And secret surveillance. That's right. what this campaign is about, this uh, drone anti-drone campaign. The campaign is organized by a number of local and national organizations who argue that drone strikes threaten civilian lives in Afghanistan and Pakistan. Well, they don't. I mean, to say that they argue that is those strikes do threaten civilian lives in Afghanistan and Pakistan. There is no argument. And the domestic use of drones violates people's sovereignty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about I, that? I know, I think, I, and absolutely, the, to me, this our discussions of drones every week, it's in, informational, it's, it's an, obviously it'll become a more and more important part of our lives, and I it would encourage an active discussion as to the role that these things would play, and I'm so glad that, and that one of the reasons that we do that, do this part of the news is for that reason. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. What is it going to be? What and, is it going to be? And, uh, and so we should know as much as we possibly can about something that in just a matter of a few years will be a kind of taken for granted. Something will be hovering over your neighborhood. Yeah. And you may or may not be offended. You may or may not want that to happen. And I think it's time for us to have that discussion now and not five years from now when it's too late. Absolutely. Yep. 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 I just want to remind folks too, listening. And those of you who aren't listening, too, <laughs> that on uh, Monday, April 22nd, yes. we begin our fun drive here Thank at KUCI. You. It's very important. Mike and I do this for free, mm-hmm. as is painfully obvious. <laughs> and, and we look for And worth every penny. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. And, and the whole station. Yes. This wonderful station mm-hmm. that plays music unenhanced by corporate bigotry and stupidity. That's exactly We right. just play what we love. Um, 
we need your help, yep. as we usually do, to stay alive. So uh, and never, right now, start saving. If you start, just save a yeah. dollar a day. There you go. Right now. Right. Or say, put a couple dollars aside. You could get like a premium of a free KUCI T-shirt. How easy is that? Two dollars. Two dollars a day. Yeah, until the twenty second, and you're ready. You're good to you go for a good premium. Yeah, a, a darn good, good one. Yeah. Maybe a T-shirt Woo. or a couple of CDs. Yeah. or maybe a you know a, a dinner at a fancy restaurant. T- uh, tickets to a concert. Woo! I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And by the way, never more now than ever, given <laughs> oh, the, wow. given oh, the uh, the cutbacks in the budget of the UC system, which yeah. is, which is indirectly impacts us, etc. So it goes on and on. Please help us. And yeah. you can anytime you can go to the website anytime you feel like it and click on the uh, you know help or donation uh, link and it would help and but especially during the fund drive because yeah. the administration is watching yeah and they like to see us raise money yeah, they do back to drones the yeah. Missouri House gave preliminary approval to a bill that would prohibit surveillance and observation by manned and unmanned aircrafts and would specifically ban media from using drones to gather information from private individuals and businesses. Really? Yeah. The House heard, <laughs> heard much debate over the reach of the bill as three amendments to the bill were adopted that expanded its scope. So that's... Was there any... Um, I don't know if you see from your report. Was there any harumphing going harumph, on? Or, harumph. Anybody well, I'm sure do that? there was. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not absolutely sure, but I'm pretty sure there was some harumphing yeah. going on. Also, NASA has acquired three remote-controlled unmanned aerial vehicles and assigned them to Costa Rica to monitor Turiaba Volcano. <clears throat> That's in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. The Dragon Eye drones are retired crafts that the U.S. Marine Corps primarily used for scouting missions. And they're, you know, about six pounds, three-foot wingspan, span, and they're equipped with infrared video cameras and a one-pound instrument payload. And they're capable of flying into a volcanic plume for up to an hour, oh. which, you know, a manned aircraft could right. not do. Right. So what they're hoping to do is create better satellite maps of not only the direction volcanic plumes drift, but the concentration and distribution of sulfur dioxide gas. Yep. It causes environmental hazards and respiratory problems for people living near volcanoes. So, you know, I've made it. I've made it. I, I have assiduously adopted for my entire life the strategy of not living near or under a volcano. Uh-huh. Or and, breathing the fumes. Or breathing the fumes. Yeah. By the way, example of good drone. Good There's drone. good drone. Good drone. That's Bad a good drone. drone. Bad drone. South Africa weapons manufacturer Danel is reportedly set to sell drones capable of firing missiles to Saudi Arabia. The move could put South Africa at political loggerheads with the U.S. as it has denied the Arab country, we have, access to the weaponry. Danel, engineers are working with the Saudi military to create an armed version of its seeker unmanned aerial vehicle. That would be the Saudis. Danel has been marketing the drone as a reconnaissance and surveillance platform, but apparently not anymore. Of course they have. Going to arm that sucker up. Bad drone. And now for domestic news. Mm. In a blow to the world of music downloading, a federal judge ruled that the reselling of digital products constitutes copyright infringement. So if you resell digital stuff, mm-hmm. no good. The case concerned a startup named Redigi that allows listeners to buy and sell used music originally pur- purchased through iTunes. Redigi said it deleted the original music files, making its system similar to the way a used bookstore would resell books. In other words, yeah. they're selling a one-off a one of this, right. and somebody paid for this. Right. 
But U.S. Uh, District Judge Richard Sullivan sided with Capitol Records in its lawsuit against Redigi, ruling that the so-called first sale doctrine, which allows someone to resell a copyrighted book, or for example, does not apply to digital music files. Yeah. Interesting. What do then, you think? I'm dying to hear your... Redigi says it will uh, appeal the ruling. Yeah. Oh, I just say go out there and steal. Okay. We got to restructure the way things work. Okay. We don't have to keep, you know, kissing up the Capitol Records just because they don't know how to uh, function in a in the new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Okay. I mean, it, it seems yeah, it, it's it's uh, not taking it's it's like a used bookstore. If you want to say that, uh, you know, all used bookstores were in violation of copyright infringement, uh, that's just plain crazy. This was something I I think was, uh, you know, a payoff by Capitol Records to whoever in the U.S. government. Yeah. Don't know, you know. It it is a, a, feels like an arbitrary line being drawn. A federal judge dismissed nearly all the claims in lawsuits filed against major banks for involvement in manipulation of the global interest rate LIBOR. We've been talking about LIBOR for a while now. It's the rigging uh, uh, of the um, interest rate. Yep. Which, it's, uh, it's the rate that banks charge each other. Yeah. And it sets the – it's basically for almost the entire world. And so. millions of bar, bar, borrowers pay the wrong amount on their loans because of this rigging. Yeah. You know, trillions of dollars were involved. Exactly. Ah. <sighs> The dismissals were issued without prejudice, meaning that they cannot be appealed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Businesses and labor negotiators working to hammer out a deal on an immigrant guest worker program reached broad agreement, reaching one major, eliminating one major hurdle to legislation, revamping the nation's immigration laws. An inside source said the government would allow for the creation of a new W visa, no, I guess worker visa worker, yeah. for lesser skilled workers not working in agriculture. Those workers would be allowed to enter based on labor market shortages and would be permitted to come into the United States with the intention of applying for permanent residency. Yeah. I want, I want to follow up on that story. Sure. I, and again, I want to preface this by quickly saying I'm not <coughs> sure if absolutely correct on this, uh, that there, there were – people protesting uh, this particular bill uh, because a Democratic senator from New York, Chuck Schumer, was in favor of it, and they uh, favor this particular immigration reform bill. They're claiming that Schumer is in favor of it because he gets money from the private prison industries, uh, which a lot of these people who are being arrested end up in. The, The immigration violations tend to end up in private prisons. And this is a problem. This is an issue we need to yep. deal with. We're putting people in for-profit prisons, and if you're if the one of the people pushing legislation is going to directly benefit any industry, they need to be questioned yeah. about it. So, Barack Obama announced an initial one hundred million dollar investment to shed light on how the brain works and provide insight into diseases such as Alzheimer's and epilepsy. Yeah. Scientists will also focus on how the brain records, stores, and processes information. And investigate how brain function is linked to behavior. We're actually going to look into the brain. Mapping the brain. Mapping good, the, good idea. The brain. A secretive technology which ha- lets police locate and track people through their cell phones in alleged violation of the U.S. Constitution will be challenged in a potential landmark court case. 
The ACLU hopes to rein in the little-known but widespread Stingray surveillance devices, which it claims violate the Fourth Amendment and the right to privacy. ACLU will urge a federal court in Arizona to disregard evidence obtained in, by a Stingray in what could be a test for limiting the technology's use without a warrant. Stingray mimics a cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. It prompts a phone to connect to it even though no call is made. So you're driving along. Oh. And it, 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 can, it can get into your phone. Uh, this lets the Stingray operator, whoever's out there, yeah. as you're driving along, yeah. minding your own business, this operator sends a signal to the phone to locate it and, in some cases, intercept conversations. So it's an eavesdrop. As yeah. As an eavesdrop. And the device also sweeps up data from other people nearby, regardless of whether they are the focus of the investigation. Wow. So if you just happen to be in the area, Whoa. it just sucks in all this data. Oh. Yep. Connecticut lawmakers gave final approval to what is being described as one of the strictest gun control laws in the country. The measure requires universal background checks for all gun sales, increases gun registration, expands the state's ban on assault weapons, and bans any new sales of magazines with more than 10 bullets. So you can only see 10 people. That's Connecticut, you said, right? Yeah, Connecticut. Maryland, meanwhile, moved a step closer to enacting a similar gun law. The Maryland House of Delegates approved a bill that would uh, include the fingerprinting of gun buyers and banning assault weapons and magazines with more than 10 bullets, which I guess is the magic number. Yeah, it is. So we're waiting for those bills to get final approval, but I believe Connecticut did. I believe the governor signed that into law. Maryland is waiting for it to go to the Senate, state Senate. The city in Georgia, meanwhile, uh, yeah. has gone in the opposite direction, yeah. making it mandatory for heads of households, mandatory, mandatory, for <laughs> heads of households to own a gun and ammunition. But it's a funny bill. I'll, you'll find out later okay, on. Okay. City council members in Nelson, Georgia, voted unanimously in favor of the ordinance to provide for the emergency management of the city. Uh, I don't know exactly what that means. And protect the safety, security, and general welfare of residents even if they are maybe not mentally sound. Yeah. The measure exempts felons, people with certain disabilities, and those who object to owning guns. Now, it, it exempts so. those who object, <laughs> who object to owning guns, so I guess it makes it mandatory for people who, who, who I guess... Want guns. Want guns. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's kind of funny. It is. I think they just wanted to show off. I, you were, they were trying to make a point. Yeah. Right. right. Tennessee Republicans have advanced a measure that would cut the welfare benefits of parents whose children's children receive low grades. Well, then that would have affected most of the people in, ten, in the Tennessee legislature if yeah, they had been enacted thirty so. years ago. Do they have none any of them idea would have been able what they're to doing get, to themselves? Yeah. Well, no, because they're stupid. Well, I mean, stupid. <laughs> I don't mean that they they probably weren't low income. They but they were definitely definitely stupid. Yeah, the measure calls stupid. for a thirty percent cut to temporary assistance for needy families benefits. For parents whose children fail to pass state tests, oh, that's so punitive and wrong, and so many levels. Uh, a federal judge ruled that Stockton, California, is eligible for bankruptcy protection. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, rejecting complaints from Wall Street creditors. Right. The ruling sets the stage for a battle over the future of employee pensions after creditors objected to the city's plans to repay its debt to the state pension system in full. Yeah, but this, that's a long ways from being resolved. So <coughs> it, what's, yep. whatever, the, it's a step, but it's not the end of it. 
in Missouri, mm-hmm. a probationer, you know, somebody on probation, mm-hmm. was charged with using a forging instrument. Keep that word forging. Forging. In other words, you know, like a pen, you know, if you're signing a name and you're forging a signature right. type of thing. Right. A forging instrument after this pensioner wore a prosthetic, prosthetic penis to excrete drug-free urine for a compulsory test. Oh. So that's the charge against him. Right. Yeah. The, yeah, that, that's... Yeah, a forging instrument. Is a forging, a, it's yeah. a forging instrument. So that's what a, a prosthetic penis is. It's a forging instrument, I it guess. It can be. So I if, guess in if, certain circumstances say, you know, it dildo, is. a dildo, I guess, yeah, it would not would be. be... Well, that'd be... A well, you could use it as one. You could. Yeah. Well, the reason I... This, is, this came to light back when uh, football players were being tested for, for certain drugs. Yeah. And they actually had a name for it. They called it the Wizenator. Oh. They actually had the Wizenator. Wizenator. I love the Wizenator. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm not making that up. That's yeah. actually what it was called. What do you think, Butler? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's using his Wizenator right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, conservatives were criticizing the U.S. National Science Foundation for granting, speaking of penises, by the way, (laughs) for granting $384,949 to fund a study of duck penis plasticity. Oh, plasticity. I gotcha. Plasticity. Yeah. And one of the um, spokespeople for um, the National Science Foundation says sometimes you have to look at the big picture. Whoa. Apparently. Speak for yourself. Duck penis plasticity. Mm hmm. Can lead to greater things, just like they say the you know the military budget yeah. helps us discover all sorts of yeah. yeah they're doing all kinds of weird stuff with that money space age plastics yeah, and all exactly. that well duck penis plasticity might actually help they have uh, extraordinarily plastic plasticity penises yeah flexible I mean, yes there might Thank, be a use for yeah, uh, for that type of uh, who if amongst they find us out how this thing is so uh, plastic like yeah. They could, you could use it for maybe catheters. I right, don't exactly. know. Well, who amongst us hasn't felt the need or desire that or wish that their penis was not more flexible? Really? I mean, who in a certain circumstance? Well, yeah, in cer- certain circumstances. It's, it's yeah. happened to all of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe not. But everybody. there is a point to be made no, here besides your fixation stupid. on your penis. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Any, anything else? You I got a couple of things real quick. I'm going to blast through these, Okay. These are uh, revolving door related. Former head of the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, has now joined a Wall Street consulting firm. Mary Shapiro stepped down from the SEC to go to work for Promontory Financial, a huge financial uh, institution that no one knows anything about. Uh, the Department wow. of Justice, uh, their former official has who led the investigation of LIBOR and the financial crisis, has left the Justice Department, to go to street, go to work for the Wall Street firm that is faced with federal scrutiny. Can I just add that both these people are penises? Yes, yes. they are. They are, yeah. they are. And they're not very flexible, I will no, say. No. They're, they're awfully Inflexible ri- They're rigid penises. And keeping in the penis theme. Uh, sorry. Uh, the the uh, clinic that George Tiller, the assassinated uh, uh, doctor who performed yeah, abortions, abortions in Kansas, the, the clinic is reopening. Adbusters yeah. has called for a shutdown of the Goldman Sachs offices around yeah. the country and yeah, around the world. Talk about penises. Yeah. Now, Adbusters, Adbusters are credited, rightly, I believe, for being the kind of intellectual godfathers of the Occupy Wall Street movement way back in the day. Uh, African Americans are 10 times more likely to be shot than white people. 
You know? Just a little factoid for you, and that's a study to back that up. I just want to know who they're being shot by. That's all. Well, I mean, no, ten, ten, ten times more shot more pro- by well, There's much more black-on-black black crime than I, there yeah, is. Yeah, I'm wondering. Andy. That's okay. all. Uh, top climate scientist James Hansen, the man who 25 years ago went before the Senate to warn us about global warming. Yeah. He was the head of the Goddard Institute for Space Studies, mm-hmm. premier Climate Research Center is retiring okay. to pursue activism and his opposition to him. the Keystone uh, right. XL pipeline. And finally, for me, uh, yesterday was the 45th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King. Well, let's go out and have a beer. Yes. And have a white sail. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Again, I say anniversaries. I, all right. Eh. Well, 40, okay. All right. Yeah. Just said it. I had to say it 45 yeah. years ago yesterday. Thank you. And in keeping in our penis theme. Yes. Uh, finally, in Rome, a penis added to the at the behest of former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi. Yes, you remember him? Oh my god, he was favorite. kind of a penis. He was, and he had a penis <laughs> added to us to an ancient statue of Mars. Oh, oh. this penis uh, was reported to have been removed. Oh.